Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us for our last live show of 2020. What a year. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a whole bunch of callers on hold, and we will get to them in just a couple of minutes. But this is our last live show of the year, and thank you to all of you who've called in and who've listened, and my gosh, it's so much fun every week when we get all these different questions about, can you scan me medically? Can you scan my pet? Can we talk to my dead grandma? Can we? Can you tell me about my love life or about whatever? And it just makes it so much fun for me and hopefully for all of you that are listening as well. Just wanted to remind you, my new book, Angel Messages for Dogs, came out last Thursday, a week ago today, and spreading holiday cheer, help me spread holiday cheer. I'm giving away free downloads of the digital copy of Angel Messages for Dogs to you and three of your loved ones. And all you need to do is go to askjulieryan.com forward slash Christmas. That's askjulieryan.com forward slash Christmas and put in your name and your email and your loved ones' names and emails, and they will get an email from you and from me with a free digital download of this book. It's just darling. Of course, you can get it on Amazon and um, you can go to my website, askjulieryan.com and you'll see it and you can click there and it'll take you to a link on Amazon. But it's darling. It's got angels and dogs and wonderful illustrations and a sweet little message. So any child in your life, it would be good for them. Any grandchild, any dog lover. And of course, Angelic Attendance, my first book, and Angel Messages for Kids, which was the first book in this series. So keep those on your Christmas list and your Christmas gift list as well. Okay, let's go to the phones. Our first caller is a gal named Mona Loring. Hi, Mona. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? I'm fantastic. I'm just smiling, listening to all of this intro, thinking about your books that I've just seen and read, and I love them so much. and want to tell everybody they got to get them. They're perfect gifts. Oh, thanks. I have people email me and they say, I'm giving angelic attendance to everybody in my family this year because we lost a loved one or somebody's oh, yeah. sick or whatever. And um, that's so heartwarming to hear that people really enjoy it and it brings so much comfort to people. And, and really, anybody that's ever lost a loved one or anybody who's going to lose a loved one can benefit from reading from that book. And that's pretty much everybody, right? We're all going to be everybody. there. I can't imagine someone who the book doesn't benefit. I, I definitely agree with you. Exactly. Well, everybody, I was on Mona's show a week or so ago, and 
when we were getting to know each other, we figured out that we lived in the same place. She still lives there in a suburb of LA and I live there too. And so we live like streets apart from each other at one point and, and then just met through a mutual friend, Arizona Bell, who was on my Thanksgiving show. And that was a great show. So listen to that if you haven't had a chance to yet. So Mona, tell everybody about the work that you do and your background and how they can find you and listen to your show. Well, I don't even know where to start. I'm doing so many different things these days, right? And you can relate to that as well. That's right. So I, you know, basically I am a publicist and I have two different PR firms. I'm a conscious publicist and I own and have founded Conscious Living PR. And I'm also a talent publicist and I run MLCPR here in LA and we have a branch in New York and we work with uh, basically actors from film and TV primarily. And on the side, I happen to be an intuitive as well. So I have the Conscious Healing Podcast, which Julie, luckily for me, was on last week. Like you said, that was such a fun episode. And you can listen to Conscious Healing uh, Podcast on iTunes, on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. It's pretty easy to find. And you can find me on ConsciousLivingPR.com. And you can find me on – there's so many different ways to find me. I'm like, I'm going to take 10 minutes just telling everybody where they can find me. Uh, and also – uh, ConsciousHealingCo.com for my healing work if anybody's interested in learning a little bit about what I do as an intuitive and a shamanic energy healer. Well, and they can just Google your name, Mona Loring, and they'll, you'll easy. pop up a, a bunch of different places. <laughs> Sometimes that's just the easiest thing to do as well. And we'll have links to the show, your show that I was on last week on yes. all of our social media as well. So everybody... Just go to Ask Julie Ryan on any social media and you'll see links to the show that I was on with Mona. And we we just really connected, didn't we? It was like, I felt like I'd known you all my life. And, I already uh, feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> and I could have, when it. we were finished, when we were finished with the show, I said, gosh, we could have talked for another hour, I think, and just kind of scratched the surface of what we were discussing and it it was all across the board of course like it always is and that's why it's so much fun for me thank you for having me on but it's so much fun for me to be a guest on all these other shows because the questions are always different and they're thought-provoking and sometimes provocative even I had I was on a show <laughs> a couple of weeks ago and the guy was asking me all these provocative questions about the devil and demons and stuff like that. And I was answering oh, him, wow. you know, like I would, what I believe. And then one of his <laughs> listeners emailed in to him and she said, ask her if she ever gets angry. <laughs> I said, oh, well, that's funny. yeah, sometimes, but you know, when you're talking about <laughs> spirits, spirits, pure love and joy. So it's fun. Right. And uh, there's no reason to get angry about that. Yeah. Well, how, no, tell us real fast. How did you go from being a publicist into doing woo-woo? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been doing woo-woo since I was 13. It just came truly out of nowhere, basically. And, uh, you know, I was actually writing something for another company that I that I have just recently partnered into, Spirit Guides Media, which everyone should definitely check out because that's probably up their alley. And you've been doing some work with Arizona Bell, as you said, as well. So people can check your podcast out with Arizona. Uh, I was writing a little bit about myself and I was, I 
thinking, oh my gosh, this is so crazy to relive this, that I was a psychic medium channeling people's soul messages when they were 13 years old, not knowing what the heck I was doing and why I was doing it, and automatic writing in class when I should have been taking notes about my, you know, math and science, you know, teachers' lectures, and instead I'm sitting here automatic writing about my future and my path and soul's purpose. So that's basically how it all started for me, and I started to sort of push it away, and I wanted to be a quote-unquote normal girl, you know, everybody thinks that it's so weird, and it Back then, you know, there was nothing to Google. People couldn't really look into it very easily. It was just kind of like, you know, special books if you could, you know, grab your hands on them and you even knew what to look for to get your hands on books like that, right? And mm-hmm. so I had nowhere to turn to. I didn't know who to talk to. And so I thought, this is weird. I'm going to put this into, you know, a box and put it away, maybe forever. And it wasn't until my son was born when I was 25 where Spirit just came in with a vengeance again, and I pushed it away one more time. And then finally, years later, after, you know, reaching what I would like to think was a pretty beautiful success as a talent publicist, I just felt really empty, and I felt like I needed to do more. And in came my spiritual journey of, you know, getting the download that I should start a conscious PR firm. And through starting that conscious PR firm, I started to meet some amazing people, and one thing led to another, and in a New Year's meditation, I was given the download again to start learning shamanic healing. And basically, the rest is history from there. I mean, it's just grown, you know, one thing leads to another. And then, as you said so beautifully the last time we spoke, you know, it's all dialing into that frequency. Once you dial into that frequency, it makes sense that you're that buffet of psychicness, which, you know, I love to say, <laughs> Julie, about you. Uh, you know, it's it's... Once you dial in, it all just kind of comes flooding and you start to remember everything that you've known how to do and what it is. And you just dial into that frequency and you just get those messages. What's the difference between a shamanic healer and just a regular energy healer? Is that just a modality or a certain set of techniques that you learned or what, what is a shamanic healer? So, you know, it's, it's, both. In a way, when you are a shamanic healer, it also depends on what tradition you've trained with. And for me, it was Peruvian. And it just happened to be Peruvian because of the teacher that I was led to. But shamanic healing brings in a lot of, uh, the, a lot of nature. And it's, it's based on a lot of ancient traditions. So yes, it's absolutely a modality. And I do not, I, I definitely don't call myself a shaman. And that's why I say I've been shamanically trained because I've taken bits and pieces of what I've learned along the way, and then spirit has just sort of whispered in my ear, you know what, instead of that, do it this way. And so it's kind of become my own mishmash pot of what I believe that I should do guided by spirit. You know, for the most part, all I do is let go and let spirit sort of tell me what I need to channel through and how I need to, you know, take certain Mm -hmm. energy off someone or run chi through the body or what kind of messages they're getting. And I just kind of follow suit like that, but Terrific. for the most part. Well, we're going to need to go to commercial, but thank you so much for calling in, and I just wanted to introduce you, Mona, to everybody. I'll have Mona's links on the show notes. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, 
are hypoallergenic and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, Pamela. Hi. Well, maybe not. Okay, let's try somebody else. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Linda. Hi, Dan. Hi, it's Julie. How, How are you? Hi, Julie. I'm good. I'm good. How, How are, are you? you? Terrific. Where are you calling Hello. from? Yeah, Santa Clarita, California. Oh, terrific. Well, how are <laughs> things out there? Oh, looking good. Things are moving along. Yeah, you, it's, it's a normal as possible. It's a good thing when you don't have any fires for a change, huh? Oh, just beautiful. Yeah, there's just the air quality and all that. It's actually listed as excellent. <laughs> Terrific. So, yeah, appreciate it. Terrific. Yeah. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah, I do. Um, my mom has been in hospice and has had dementia and uh, has been going on for several years and my sister just uh, contacted me today and just said that I guess you know she's been holding and all that but they're just uh, you know in evaluation and just saying that you know it looks like it's a little more deterioration but um, yeah it's heartbreaking to watch that she's up near my sister in uh, Washington Vancouver Washington area Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry what's her yeah. name Linda her name is Wilma. Okay. Did you want me to check her and see if she's in one of the phases of transition? Yes, please. Okay. I have. I'm going to connect to you. And how this okay. works for those of you that are first-time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I raise my vibrational level. I turn it on and off at will. And I'm watching a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, Linda, and it's going to hook into you in Santa Clarita. And then I'm okay. going to uh, go from you to your mom. Did you say she's up in Seattle? She's in uh, Vancouver, uh, right Van across from Portland. Vancouver. Okay. Vancouver, Washington. Okay. So it's going to hook into her in Washington, and then I'll be able to see what's going on with her. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you on the left coast. Got you shooting energy from you up to your mom in Washington. Okay, got her. She is in phase nine of 12, Linda. Oh. 
Okay. And <clears throat> what we're talking about, everybody, is as a person is dying, we go through what I call the 12 phases of transition. And this is what my book, Angelic Attendance, is about, talks about this and has lots of stories in it that are really heartwarming about families with whom I've worked. But the angels, they're, they're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets even. And there's a configuration that they assume in different phases. Phase nine, Linda, looks like uh, your mom's spirit is attached to the top of her head in a bubble configuration. It kind of reminds me of a cartoon caption bubble where the words or the thoughts of the cartoon character are located. It's attached onto yeah. the top of her head. Her parents' spirits are at her feet, and they anchor oh. a, a horseshoe of angels that go out in both directions. And then there are many spirits of deceased loved ones and pets that are there. Is your dad deceased? Yes. Okay. His spirit is there. That's who I figured who it was because he's in the husband position. He's in the spouse position, which is kind of a little southeast of where your grandmother is which is at your mom's left foot. And uh, and then there are two angels on either side of her spirit bubble. And pretty soon, those angels on either side of her spirit bubble, their wings are going to start to move, and they will create a vortex above your mom's head, and that will help your mom's spirit separate from her body when she decides to go. Let's ask her my three questions that I always ask. Are you ready to go? Miss Wilma, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain sometimes? What do you need? Yeah. Some love is what she's saying. Some love. Is she in a, is she in her home? Is she in a facility? Where is she? She's in a, a private facility, but it's a private hospice home. So it is a, a family uh, there that also takes care of like three or four other people, just three people. Mm -hmm. And then they also live there. In another mm -hmm. portion, but it's been very, from what I've seen, I've been there a few times. It's been very, um, probably the best thing I can imagine as far as setting and care and the people that are in charge of it. It's just been wonderful. Mm -hmm. And you guys can go in even with the COVID stuff. No, no. Okay. Yeah. No. That's what she's talking about. I think she just misses you guys. Uh, Is she coherent, Linda? Well, and that's for the most part. No, I think it's almost like when maybe they react once in a while, but they get the blank stare and maybe you get a good, you know, a good few minutes. But for the most part, unfortunately, it's just heartbreaking. But um, mm -hmm. she, uh, no, but my, you know, my sister does go by and she can stand outside her bedroom window and talk, mm -hmm. you know, through the window or wave to her. And she's, she's gotten a little smile or a little, like a little, you know, that they notice that they're loved one is there but you know i don't know how much she's uh it, you know assimilating yeah. all of it but, yeah. well maybe you can get one of the staff members to hold, put their phone on on uh speaker and you guys can yeah. just talk with her and tell her you love her and all of that and she can hear right. your voice i would suggest thinking, that yeah i'm yeah, thinking about my sister actually suggested because uh, I'm not there locally to experience all that, but she, but that's exactly what's going to be my next question to you. That mm -hmm. that may be something at least you could recognize her voice. Yeah, yeah. Well, good okay. luck to her and to you, and uh, 
read Angelic Attendance, my book, if you haven't read it yet. It'll give you a lot of yeah, peace and a lot of comfort. Today I just ordered it. Ordered I'm going to have to go to break. So thanks for calling in, Linda. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to go back to the phones now, and our next caller is CB. Hi, CB. Hi, Julie. How are you tonight? I'm well. How are you, girl? I'm good. I am calling from Athens, Georgia. And How are things I'm in Georgia? Finally, yeah, right here at UGA, those bulldogs. Actually, that is not. My husband is Ohio State, and we're living. At least the colors are the same here. They're red and white. <laughs> well, but, Ohio, um, the Ohio State University, my alma mater, the colors yes. are scarlet and gray. My girl, your husband would let you well, know that if right. you asked him. No, but no, he—that right. makes but him yeah, yeah, way yeah. cool. <laughs> that makes him way cool if he graduated from the school yeah. I graduated from. Right, right. I know. I know. We laugh about it a lot. Um, I have a question about my grand kitty. Um, mm. Our son and his wife have a dog and two cats. And Pippin is um, one of the kitties. And he has developed a real problem with not, uh, he's holding back to go to the bathroom. And I mean, it's, it then has caused blood in the urine. They've been to the veterinarian they've tried like feline um xanax and all of these things and they're they do not know what to do so i'm wondering if you could scan pippin or talk to pippin's spirit and see if he can give us a clue as to how we could help him sure where is he where is he located so he is in grayson georgia okay all right, so I'm going to connect to you, CB, and then I'm going to go from you to Pippin. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading east on Interstate 20 from Birmingham towards <laughs> Atlanta, and then we'll go into Athens. I've only landed in Athens on a plane. I've never spent any time there. We dropped somebody off going to a game one time, so that was fun. But all right, I got Pippin. Pippin. I'm talking to CB. Okay, so I'm looking at his urinary track, and I'm watching it get roto-rootered. Like, it looks like there's um, some scar tissue from something in his mm -hmm. urethra, actually. I don't know what that's called on a cat, but it would be the equivalent yeah. of that in a human. And I'm watching it get right. roto-rooted, for lack of a better word. Right, um, right. Imagine a little teeny corkscrew that's spinning really mm -hmm. fast. And right. it's tunneling through Pippin's urethra. And uh, and then I'm watching urine flow. They may need to go in and and uh, check him. In, it's, is Pippin a guy? He's a male cat? Yes. Yes, yeah, it's a male that's what cat, I was... and they've okay. done a lot of checking because my son's a nurse, and she is also in medical world, so they are not afraid of, you know, the veterinary world, and they love their pets as their children. They are the only children so far, mm -hmm. and so they are very caring towards them. Yeah. So they're not I afraid to they... get them checked, and they've, they've spent a lot of money already, actually, you know, trying to help him. Yeah. They may need to go in and, and, 
explore that in surgery with him, but I think mm -hmm. he's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And hopefully this healing will help him in the meantime. Right. Does he say that, uh, so their dog is what seems to frighten, not frighten, but make Pippin nervous. Does Pippin spirit agree with that? Is Sadie, is the female dog Sadie, what, what causes him so much stress? I don't think he's real crazy about Sadie, but I think this is a physiological thing going on with him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a, it's as much of an emotional thing. I think it's a physiological oh. thing, and it looks to me like he's got some blockage in his urethra, that you know that tube okay. that goes from his bladder out. Right. So right. I would check okay. that out. Um, okay. he, he, yeah, he's not crazy about the dog, but I I don't think that's yeah. the. I don't think that's okay. the cause. I think he's got a... Well, you know how, I mean, they're just like siblings. The dog yeah. and two cats, they love each other and they hate each other all in the same two minutes. You know, just like kids. Right. Well, the <laughs> so, funny thing but, about right. cats, the funny thing about cats is I see more cats that are the boss over the dogs. It's a riot. I think it's hilarious yeah. because... Their other cat is like that. The other cat is named Stout. And he is definitely the alpha in in the threesome. And mm -hmm. I think that may be why Sadie goes after Pippin because she can't go, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. animals are funny like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for calling. I hope he feels better. Thank you. Thank okay. You happy so holidays. Have a Merry Christmas. You Take too. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye-bye. Let's go to Miss Patty next. Hi, Patty. Hi, Julie. It's Patrice. How are you? Hi, Patrice. How are you? Nice. I'm doing great. Um, I have a question for you. I'm in Stewart, Florida. And okay. I have a miniature schnauzer, Talia, and she was diagnosed with diabetes in March. And oh. it's kind of been like a roller coaster, um, just getting her used to, like, new food, trying to make sure that her blood sugars stay in range. And it's gotten so that, you know, she's acting like she's perfectly fine. I bring her to the vet and her blood sugar is like running high. Um, hmm. And it's it's just crazy. I feel like I'm stalking the, girl, the dog constantly. So I'm worried that she's sick and she's acting like she's fine. And then I bring her to the vet and he's telling me that she's still out of range. So I was just wondering, is there any way you can just scan her and see Maybe you could tweak something or maybe uh, tell me if there's like another underlying condition going on. I have spent so much money and with COVID and everything and not working, I have to really minimally like just like, you know, use my resources so that I'm even more um, laser focused as to what I need to guide the vet to do. And even mm -hmm. when I go to the vet, she goes in without me and it's just not a really good um management of poor Talia. She's not getting the optimal care because there's like a breakdown of communication being I'm not allowed mm -hmm. to go in on the visits with her. Mm-hmm. Well, does the vet call you on the phone afterwards after they examine her? Yeah, he her? does, but he's always short. He's he's just very short and he'll say, well, I'm really not sure. This is a lot of guesswork in the beginning until we get her stabilized more uniformly and we could you'd start doing scans or, you know, um, he just wants to do so many tests, and it doesn't sound like we're really leading to anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Conclusive. I'm gonna, so, yeah. I'm going to connect to you, Patrice, and then from you to Talia. So here we go. You're not far from me. Okay. 
Yeah, it connects. It connects fast. CB was a little closer in Athens, Georgia, but you're still not far (laughs) from Alabama to Florida. All right. Got you. Okay. Talia, what's up with this blood sugar being elevated? It's inflammation. All right. What's the, it's gut inflammation. Uh, did they do a gut biome test on her to see what, if she had any parasites or anything? The word parasite came in. Let me, let me look real fast, Patrice. And I'm see, okay. I'm seeing some parasites. Parasites look like a little worm, little wormy things. And they're, they're kind of clear. You know, when you see a micro, under a microscope, if you're looking at a slide mm-hmm. of maybe pond water and you see all that squiggly stuff in there running around and you're thinking, oh my gosh, do we drink this? This is just, oh. So what I'm doing is I'm lasering these parasites out of her. I don't know where she got those. She could have gotten them in some kind of water or rainwater or something when she was out for a walk. Uh, or food, my guess is any one of those places are just out in the yard. I think they can pick up stuff. So I'm lasering it and then I'm sucking their carcasses out. <laughs> their carcasses, it's funny when I laser these things, either in humans or pets, it kills the inside of them, Patrice, and then it leaves their carcasses and their carcasses look like capsules that you take medicine in without anything inside of them. They're just clear. Oh, okay. And they have the consistency mm-hmm. of that. And then I just suck them out through the top of her Thank head. You. So, yeah, so I'm doing that. And now what I'm doing is I'm watching different probiotics get added to her gut. This is a gut biome thing that she's got going on. Because you're not feeding her stuff that's raising her her blood sugar level, right? No, no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So this is coming from gut inflammation and animals have it like humans do. It's the same thing. So that's what I'm getting on her. And um, hopefully that will help her feel better. If you are going to do more tests, I would ask the doctor about that. Say, hey, you know, is there a gut biome test for cats and for dogs? Yeah, because we did heartworm and that all came out back great but this is different you're telling mm-hmm. me so this is this is intestinal mm-hmm. say it again i think i believe it's intestinal i think it's gut biome okay all right julie well thank you yeah. so much you're all welcome you how old is she uh, Patrice, how old is, is 11, she almost 11 and a half okay has she been on any medicines lately um she does get two injections of her um insulin Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 12 hours apart every day, but mm-hmm. other than that, no medicine, but that's a, that's a big adjustment too, giving her a needle. Uh-huh. Oh, I bet you get to do that, right? Yeah. Oh, I do. And she's a you. really good sport about it, but every now and then, um, once in a blue moon, she just looks at me like, please not again. Oh, where do you give it to her? Um, like in, in the, right, it's supposed to be right between the shoulders and you just pull the skin. It's like you tent it and you go into like an area where there's mm-hmm. just like, you know, um, it, it's just very easy to put the needle in, but she just, Good. sometimes I just don't get I'm going to exactly need to right. run Patrice. Thanks for calling in. I hope Talia feels better. Everybody, we're going to take a quick break. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller 
name is Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Hopefully you're off mute this time and, and we can get you on there. Hi. Hi, it's Pamela from Millington, Michigan. Hi, Pamela. I couldn't get you last time. I think you were on mute. Oh, no. Jeez, you know what? I'm so sorry. I um, okay. might have been, and I'm also taking medicine, so I might have been asleep. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Well, I thought I'd try you again, so I'm glad we got you this time. Thank you. That's embarrassing. I was hoping I didn't miss anything. I I just got <laughs> over a knee operation, but I'm calling about my husband, Rick. Yeah. And um, he is having neck pain, um, and it cracks really bad now and it's shooting right into his um top of his crown of his head and yeah. um he's afraid that it might be something serious so we're going to check after the first of the year after I'm healed up Mhm. well that doesn't that doesn't sound like it's right if he's in pain go get him checked so that he's I know. not in pain he's stubborn he's waiting until no. I'm better so I can walk so we're getting there yeah. Did you get a new knee? What happened with you? Yes, and you were helpful because I was really worried before my surgery, and I called you a month ago, and mm-hmm. you, I you know, eased my fears, so I was able to go through that event without any fear. But I had a setback in uh, physical therapy. I injured something, so now I'm, you know, at square one. Oh, jeez. Okay. I know. Well. I hope you heal fast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect from you to Rick and ask his permission if I can scan can, scan him. Because as you know, I can, but I yeah. won't if he doesn't give me permission. Did you talk to him about it beforehand by any chance? Yes. I threatened okay, him. Good. I said he subconsciously he better say yes because he's sleeping right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Here goes my laser beam up to that state up north, you know, up the, Ohio State people don't even say the word Michigan, the big football fans, because it's such a rivalry. It's crazy. If I ever tell you I could sing the Ohio State version of the Michigan fight song for you, but I'd have to go to confession afterwards because the words are so bad in it. One of these days, you're going to have to sing that. (laughs) Well, the scary thing is 40 (laughs) years later, I remember it. I don't know what that means, but I guess I got a good memory. And every time I hear that fight song, that Michigan fight song played, I hear those bad words in my head that I learned when I was in college. Anyways, we digress. Thank you for humoring us, everybody, with the Ohio State-Michigan football rivalry. So, okay, got you. And then from you to Rick, your husband. Okay, Rick, I'm talking to your honey. Is it okay if I scan you? Yes. Good job setting that up, girl. Okay. Yeah going in okay he's got a lot of inflammation on the left side especially he's he needs to see a chiropractor go will he go see a chiropractor you think you can get him to a chiropractor i'll try he doesn't believe in them Mm -hmm. so yeah they're gonna fix him in about five minutes or less and it's not gonna hurt and it's gonna relieve the pain and he may need a couple of adjustments. I just watched his neck get adjusted. It's just skeletal. It's out of whack. Is what's happening. Okay. And and it's what it's doing is the from what I'm seeing is he's got a little bit of a bulging disc, but it's just because his vertebrae are compressed on the left side. So by adjusting it, they go back up to normal. I did push that disc in a little bit, and then there's this netting that I watch installed, Pamela. And it has the consistency of a 
fishnet that you'd use to get a goldfish out of a bowl or out of an aquarium, mm-hmm. you know, that really fine netting. Mm-hmm. And that goes from the vertebra that's above and below that disc that was bulging a little bit, but it's just because it was twisted. So we pushed it back in and then I put that netting on the end. Funny thing about this netting is I'll, I'll scan somebody months or years later where I've watched that healing happen and that netting's still in place, which is pretty wild, but I see it all the time. So yeah, I would get him to see a chiropractor. Do you know of one or do you have a friend who sees one that you could maybe get a recommendation? Yeah, I could do that. Now, is there a reason why it hurts on the right side if it's on the left? Yeah, I don't know. All the stuff I'm seeing is on the left with him. Okay. So it's all the inflammations on the left that I'm seeing, the disc stuff's on the left. I don't know what to tell you on that. When I watched his yeah. neck get adjusted, it, it dissipated the inflammation. Okay. I think some sometimes the pain radiates, and it's hard to tell where it's from, but that's what I'm seeing. Perfect. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, I hope it helps. Thank you. It should. You've been so helpful on so many things. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Have a wonderful holiday. Hope you both heal fast. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Helen next. Hi, Helen. Hi, Helen. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Good. Terrific. Where are you calling us from? Ohio. Where? area. Cleveland. Heard you. Did you guys get some snow? Yes, we did. And not as bad as we did a couple of weeks ago, but we got a little sprinkle. Yeah. Well, good. Well, you got a question for me? Yes, and it's kind of similar. I've been doing a lot of typing and zooming, and I just have, it's not really a pain. It's just a feeling in my neck area. Just sort of uh-huh. like this would say. And it's uh-huh. not pain. I don't want to say pain. It's just a sensation. And every mm-hmm. once in a while, I'll feel it down my uh, left arm. But uh, I don't know if it's because, and I'm left-handed, and I do a lot of typing, a lot of zooming, you know, mm-hmm. reaching. And so I didn't know if that was it. I've been putting some muscle uh, relaxer, but not pain. But I just had a wonderment about it. Yeah, same thing. While you're talking, I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment happen. Do you have a chiropractor that you like to see? No, I don't know anyone in this area. Okay, well, ask around. You'll have friends or family that will have a chiropractor that they like that's in your area, and they'll go in and adjust you. They they kind of pop your your, um, skeletal system, and the first time you have it done, Helen, it may feel a little weird, and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, is this person breaking my neck or what? But it gets your skeleton back in alignment, and it gets out of whack to your point from being on the computer and and using the computer and being on Zoom calls and all of that and it's just a quick fix and you're literally you are in and out of there in about 5 minutes and oh, it's okay. remarkable what these chiropractors can do i i have one that i've seen for 20 years and she's just she's a miracle worker this woman wow. she's just incredible yeah well with all this COVID, so you think I could just wait? You know, I'm trying not to go and go like travel. I'm, I think I'm not going to go home for the holidays, which is sort of hard and devastating. But so should yeah. I wait? It's not anything serious that I need to do right now, or nah, you know, I call and call and go in and see him before the the Christmas break, 
Thanks for calling, Helen. I hope you have a wonderful holiday, even though you're going to stay in Cleveland. And everybody stay with us. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with more of the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. So please remember to subscribe. Tell your friends and family about the show so they can call in and leave a review for me at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. That would be really helpful if you leave a review. And plus, that gets you into the drawing for a free session. So ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. I would appreciate that. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. A reminder to call in to the show is posted on the day of the show. Remember, this is the last show of 2020 that's live. I have a show that I've pre-recorded for Christmas with Clark Strand and Perdita Finn, and they wrote a book called The Way of the Rose, which talks about the Virgin Mary throughout history, even long before there was Christianity. And, uh, sacred places and things like that. It's really, it was really a fun chat that I had with those two. Clark is a former Buddhist monk and she's a feminist. So what a combo package. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy that. And I thought, what the heck, what better time to talk about the Virgin Mary than, than on Christmas Eve? We wouldn't have a Christmas if it wasn't for her. So that's a fun show. And then for New Year's Eve, I pre-recorded a show with a guy named Dr. Chris Kerr. And he is a hospice administrator and physician of a big palliative care and hospice care organization in Buffalo. And he wrote a book called Death is But a Dream that is based on 1,400 patients that were studied in a university-based project. And they talk about everything I talk about in Angelic Attendance, you guys. All this, the phases of transition, seeing deceased loved ones, seeing deceased pets, it's all corroborated with his research. And so that's a really fun show, too. So that'll be New Year's Eve. So be sure and listen to both of those. And there are videos on both of those, too. So you'll be able to watch those on YouTube. While you're on AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. And you can schedule an appointment with me there. Then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you wish. And I know you go on and you say, oh my gosh, you're scheduled out for a couple of months. Yes, I know. Thank you for your patience. But get on my calendar because then what happens is you'll get a confirmation email that says reschedule. You just click on that button and then any earlier appointments that come up are available to you and you can change your appointment to the earlier appointments. I usually find out about it at the end of the day after it's already been rescheduled by somebody. And especially when people are scheduling out a few months in advance, stuff happens. So people reschedule all the time. Best thing to do is just get on my calendar. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. And remember the 
AskJulieRyan.com forward slash Christmas to get your free copy of Angel Messages for Dogs. I'm so eager for you guys to see it. It's just darling. It's so cute. Where do you see it? Okay. Here's our question this week. It comes from Michelle, and Michelle lives in Chalmette, Louisiana. Louisiana, darling. And here's what she says. Hi, Julie. What's the name of my guardian angel? I've tried calling into the talk show and have not been able to get through. Thanks so much, Michelle. And here's my response. Hi, Michelle. The name of your guardian angel is Rafa, short for Raphael. Since it's the Christmas season, I thought it'd be fun to look into the history and significance of this type of angel. So here goes. A guardian angel is depicted as a supernatural being assigned to a person as a type of messenger and protector. And it's my understanding that we keep the same guardian angel throughout all of our lifetimes. The Bible mentions angels 273 times, and the concept of angels predates Judaism and is found in ancient Sumerian, Babylonian, Egyptian, and Persian religions, among others. It's interesting to note that according to a 2008 Baylor University survey conducted by the Gallup Organization, 55% of Americans believe, at some point in their lives, they've been protected by their guardian angel. We all have heard stories about, gosh, I was driving down the street and this kid came out in front of my car and I missed him by about a quarter of an inch and I shouldn't have. So there must have been some kind of divine intervention happening there. And I think it does happen all the time. Or you'll hear people say, somebody pushed me out of the way of a car and and it was a woman or it was a man, and then I turned around to thank them, and they were gone. There was no trace of them. I think those are angels. I went on to say, since I was raised Roman Catholic, the concept of my having a guardian angel has been a constant throughout my life and is my frame of reference for how I see, in air quotes, angels. That means how I see them in my mind. They appear to me just as they look in statuary and art, large, winged beings wearing a white robe belted at the waist with a rope. Someone raised in a non-Judeo-Christian culture may see angels differently, perhaps as a purple ball of energy. As a tiny child, I was taught and recited the guardian angel prayer, believed to have originated in the 11th century, every night before I went to sleep, and I can still say it today. You know, I remember the bad words to the Michigan fight song. I also remember that angel, guardian angel prayer, and here's how it goes. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here. Ever this day be at my side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. And I remember being like two and three, probably not two, probably three, saying this prayer. And I said it my whole childhood. And then I went on to say, interestingly enough, guardian angels are even present when we die. My book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next, describes how lots of angels surround us and play a pivotal role at the end of everyone's life. So my prayer this Christmas is to Michelle and to all of you listening. May the angels bless and protect you and your family always. With love, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. So thanks, Michelle, for submitting that question. I thought that was perfect timing going into Christmas week. And I think it's always fun to talk about angels and their history and how we got to find out about them. Okay, let's go back to the phone. And our next caller, I don't know who you are. I don't have your name. Hi, this is Julie. What's your name? 
Hi, can you hear me? Hello, hello. Oh, maybe not. Let's try somebody else. How about Faye? Hi, Faye. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm terrific, thanks. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from uh, Canada. Canada, terrific. What part? Um, Calgary. Okay, great. You got a question for me? Um, yeah, I was wondering if you can kind of extend the healing to my sister who has pancreas cancer. Sure. What's her name? Uh, Debbie. And where is she? Uh, she's uh, just outside of Edmonton in Lamont, um, Alberta. Okay. okay. What I'm going to do, Faye, is I'm going to connect to you and then from you to your sister Debbie, and we'll ask her permission if I can scan her. And if she says yes, I will. And if she says no, I won't. But all is not lost if she says no, because we can talk to her spirit. The reason I do that, okay. Faye, is because I believe it's an it's a violation of somebody's privacy to scan them without their permission. But I don't mind talking to somebody's spirit because I believe if you're talking to somebody, for instance, who has pneumonia, they're going to tell you what they want you to know about their symptoms. But it's not like you're going to look at their chest x-ray without their permission. So that's kind of my my uh, feeling about that is I'm I'm all about respecting people's privacy with this kind of stuff. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Canada. And got you. Okay, and it's going to Debbie. Debbie, I'm talking to Faye. She wants me to scan you energetically. Would that be okay? She says if it'll help. <laughs> so that's a good answer. Okay. So here we go. Um, She is in phase two of 12. Faye, she, her, her spirit is out of her body right now. And, um, the, did you hear me talking about the 12 phases of transition earlier? Um, yeah. Yeah. So right now she is dying for all intensive purposes. She's very early in the process. We'll know more over the days as you, as she, if she progresses through the phases quickly, we'll know that it's coming sooner than later. I see people all the time in the early phases where they'll be in and out. Certainly, I have a dear friend whose mother's been in phase 11 of 12 twice in the past six months, and she's come completely out, and now she's back in. So right now, her spirit, as I mentioned earlier, is attached onto the top of her head, like I was talking with Linda, an earlier caller and whose mom is in hospice, and uh, and she's got uh, her parents at her feet. And, um, and so I'm unable to scan her medically because the spirit is the power source for the body, Faye. And when the spirit okay. is out of the body, it uh, it's like the power source. It's like looking at an x-ray without any power. So... I'm sorry I can't give you more information, but uh, check the 12 phases of transition, and she's in phase two. Everybody stay with us. We'll be right back after the break.
Welcome back, everybody. Let's go back to the phones now, and let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm so excited right now. <laughs> um, well, good. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm in um, I'm in Illinois right now. I'm uh, in Long Grove, Illinois. It's a northwest northwest suburb of Chicago. Terrific. Well, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. You got a, um, a question for me? Yeah. So my twin brother uh, passed away a few weeks ago. Oh. And yeah, um, it's a really raw time. Um, and I just, I'm just like really worried about him if he's okay, if he's, you know, is he with my grandpa? Is he in heaven? I just, you know, hope he's at peace and just wonder if, if he's okay. Sure. What's his name, Stacy? Brian. Okay. All right. He's standing right next to you right now. The, I've connected to you while you were talking. Our heads are like big satellite dishes, Stacy, and you can t- communicate with him anytime. All of us can communicate with anybody we want who's deceased okay. or alive. And it's our spirit connects with their spirit. And how you do that is you just think of him. And then he comes right in. Did you watch Bewitched, the TV show, as a kid by any chance? I've seen that, yeah. Okay. You know how Samantha Stevens, I used to want to be Samantha Stevens when I was little. <laughs> and now I and now I can do this stuff that she can do a lot of it. <laughs> and so you just think of him. You just think of Brian. And then his spirit will come in immediately or if you're in the middle of doing something random like folding laundry or fixing dinner or driving down the road and you have a thought that comes in about him all of a sudden that's him letting you know he's around you and with our heads being satellite dishes stacy they receive and they transmit frequencies and every spirit has a frequency that lasts throughout all of its lifetimes so when you think of him you're going to connect right to his spirit. Did you have something okay. that you wanted to ask? Um, well, I'm trying to think of, there's a lot of things, but the main thing is I just want to know if he's at peace and if he's okay. And then also like, if this is like, if he's happy with like his decision to, to leave. Yes, he's at peace. Yes, he's in heaven. He says it's so much more incredible than you can even imagine. Uh, he's, is it, was his decision? Did he take his life? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. All right. Uh, were you happy with your decision? Yes, it was perfect. It was quick. It was easy. I was ready to go. So, um, that's so hard for us to wrap our human minds around. Because it causes so much pain for everybody left behind. But for the person yeah. who's, who dies, though, Stacy, it's just easy. And really, we all decide when we go, where we go, and how we go. And so, in effect, all death is a form of suicide, if you look at it that way. Yeah. Because, you know, funeral directors have millions of stories collectively about 
Aunt Susie sat with Grandma. We'd taken turns, and Aunt Susie got up to get a cup of coffee, and she was out of the room for three minutes, and Grandma passed while she was out of the room. Then Aunt Susie's just mortified and has guilt for the rest of her life, which is unnecessary yeah. because we all decide when we go, how we go, where we go, who's with us when we go, or if nobody's with us, we decide that too. So, yeah, he did that. He's saying that that when you see a cardinal, a red bird, that okay. to think of him. Okay. Oh, and he's that's good. and he's yeah, he's saying that he's there's a lot of red birds that are around you. He he said if you put out sesame seeds, they like to huh. eat those. Get the shelled ones, you know, you can get them. I buy my bird food huh. at the Wild Bird Unlimited store, but <laughs> you can get it anywhere, you know, Target or Walmart or whatever. But yeah, okay. cardinals love sesame seeds. So he's saying that he wants you to put out some sesame seeds and there will be flocks of cardinals that will come visit you and they'll be coming from him. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So. Um, can I ask one more question? Sure. Yeah. About Frank. Um, I just keep like thinking like, you know, what if I did this? What if I did that? Checking in on him more. Like, could I have prevented this from happening? Could I have made his life better? Like, do you get a response from him when I say that? Yeah. <laughs> he had a sense of humor. He says, you're really not that powerful. <laughs> none, of us, none of us are as powerful as we think because we can't control what anybody else thinks. And the thing to remember, too, that I find comforting, and again, this is a little, it's a little bit of a challenge sometimes to wrap our human minds around it, but everybody comes in with kind of a, master script of things we want to explore and experience. And, and that's our spirit's path. So with him taking his own life, we don't know how that benefited him spiritually. It may be that in a past life, he was the parent of, or the sibling of, or the colleague of, or the friend of somebody that took their own lives. And he wanted to experience what it was like being that person in this lifetime. And everything right. benefits us, even when it seems horrific, like what you guys have gone through with him passing, but it's perfect for him. So he's basically yeah. giving you grief and saying, you know, really, you don't have that kind of power. And none of us does. But that was a cute, right. that was a cute comeback for him. My guess is he was a character when he was he alive, was really right? funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have the power. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have you read Angelic Attendance yet, my book, Stacey? I actually am I'm reading it right now. I'm on page like forty five. So Perfect. Perfect. So that hopefully will give you a lot of comfort and give you information and just pay attention to how he was surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and deceased pet spirits. And hopefully that will make you feel better. So awesome. hang in there, Thank girl. You. Thanks for calling. You bet. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones and see who's next. I believe it's Mark. Hi, Mark. 503 area code. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, Hi. you don't sound hey, like Tom. a Mark. <laughs> I'm not Mark. Yeah, that's my partner's name. Good. What's your name? Uh, 
My name's Yvonne. Um, I'm really excited. I didn't think I was going to get it. This is really cool. Hi, Yvonne. How are you? I do my best to get people in because I always have more callers than I can have time to get everybody on, but I, I do my best. So thank you for your patience. And, and, you know, people, people that are listening, if you don't get in one week, call back another week. Our next live show is going to be January 7th of 2021. Sounds so futuristic, doesn't it? Um, recently through Tasha Silver, because I, I'm a big fan of her books and I've read her books and she mentioned you and then I started following you and I saw that you were going to have your last, so I was like, oh, I'm just going to call in. I've never called into anything. So I was really oh, excited. So. I'm so honored. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Where are you, Yvonne? Thank you. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Terrific. Well, you got a question yeah. for me? I do. My question is, I have been... I'm working on my healing for a really long time, and I have been to so many different um, healers, um, holistic and non-holistic, over um, all big chunk of my life now. And um, and I just feel, I mean, I always, I just don't quite ever get healthy, you know. And um, and I'm just tired. I'm so tired, mm-hmm. and I like try all the things from energy healing to like I said, holistic and diet and the supplements. And I'm like, it's just, I don't know if they can't figure out. Some of them seem to have answers and then they try to do that. And it's just, I can't really get an answer as to like, what should I concentrate on? You know, and I know I can mm-hmm. heal. Like I know our bodies are built to heal, but I'm like, mm-hmm. why that? Like, what do I need to what, know or do? What kind of symptoms are you having? Well, it was, um, it started with a lot of, um, just aches and pains, and then it moved on to anxiety, um, a lot of, you know, like panic attacks, and just like hormonal imbalance, and, um, and you know, and it's just, I, they tell me now that it's Lyme, and parasites, and co-infections, and mold toxicity, and heavy metals, Epstein-Barr, and all this slew of things, that a lot of it makes sense now, which I just, mm-hmm. in this year is basically when I've, I've been getting these diagnoses. And I try mm-hmm. things, but I'm like, it doesn't really seem to be working, or maybe I'm not doing, you know, something mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Let me get you on my radar, Yvonne, and we'll see what's going on. So here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, up to Portland. Got you. Before I lived in Los Angeles for all those years, I used to say Oregon, and then I learned when I lived in L.A. that it's Oregon. So oh, well, I'm glad going to, to Portland, right. Oregon. What's that? I'm glad to hear that LA does pronounce it right, but you know, it's they not uncommon do. to hear it like that, too. I know it. Okay, gotcha. Shooting energy. Yeah, you're full of yeast. And if you've had mold exposure, mold and yeast are kissing cousins. They're both funguses. They're, there's, it's a fungus among us. And uh, the, the thing that's going to help the most is stay low on the food chain. God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. I know we're going into the holidays. Fortunately for you, there aren't that many parties this year, so it might be a little bit easier to control what you're eating. But but just try and stay low. The yeasties love sugar and love anything that's refined. And a piece of whole wheat bread absorbs 10 times faster than a teaspoon of sugar because it's so highly refined. That blew my mind when I read that statistic. So 
do your best to stay stay low on the food chain. Stay away from fermented foods, Yvonne. Wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, soy sauce, vinegar, teriyaki. Oh, you know. know what? That's so interesting because I did intuitively feel like I used to be a big kombucha drinker, and I probably stopped drinking earlier this year kombucha. I was like, no, if I have gut dysbiosis, then this is not going to help candida and things. So I just right. didn't feel like it, and I stopped, but then they keep on saying that apple cider vinegar is really good for you. No, so no, 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 no. Not when you have yeast overgrowth. That's like pouring jet fuel on a fire. It just yeah. exacerbates it. So stop all anything fermented. Not for life, just till you get your gut yeah. healed. Okay. Avoid uh, eating fruit with the peel on it. You want to peel fruit. Certainly you're going to peel an orange, but you want to peel an apple and a pear. Pears are in season right now. Apples, pears, plums, peaches, I don't expect you to peel a blueberry or a grape, but certainly you want to get organic as much as you can. And I think the frozen wild blueberries seem to be way less moldy to me. And so you might want to try those if you want to eat berries. Uh, so, refrigerate. Yes. Don't refrigerate. Freeze leftovers because yeast gets on leftovers when you leave them in the fridge overnight. And never for the rest of your life, Yvonne, put a slice of lemon in your water or any other fruit or vegetable. Okay? Because it's got tons of yeast on the peel. That's fine, but squeeze the lemon juice into your water. Do not, never put a peel in. Okay? So do that. And then the other big thing is you want to get somebody to write a prescription for you for Nystatin, which is spelled N-Y-S-T-A-T. I-N, like New York and Staten Island, nice Staten. Huh? That is nectar of the gods. That's going to help you clear up that yeast better than anything that you can take. It's a prescription. And if your doctor won't prescribe it, go to one of the online pharmacies because a lot of them have telemedicine doctors who, when you talk to them about what you've been dealing with, they'll, they'll give you a prescription. It's what they give babies for thrush. And so it stays in the GI tract. It's going to clear out that yeast. And I have many people that say, I've done the diet, I've done everything, and I still have it. And I'll say, you got to get on Nystatin. And they do. And within a week or two, they are just light years better. So it's a prescription. Get your doctor to call it in. Also, some doctors think that Nystatin can cause liver problems. And that has been debunked. All right. That has that is not true and if you go if you google nih national institutes of health nystatin liver damage you will find articles that debunk that line of thinking some doctors just haven't gotten the memo on that yet but that's what's going on the good news is you can clear it up and it doesn't cause any permanent damage the other thing on the mold yvonne look up Dr. Andrew Heyman, H-E-Y-M-A-N. He's a mold expert physician, and you can go to his website and learn a lot. And if you go to Bulletproof Radio, Dave Asprey, Bulletproof Radio, Andrew Heyman, MD, listen to his podcast. It's terrific, and you will learn a lot that can help you. Great. Okay. Thank you so much. So, and- can I just, um, just to clarify on the, on the fruits, you said no to nothing with a peel like an orange and apple or yes? To no, that? just peel it. Just peel okay, it. Okay, just peel and it. And then eat sure it. it. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, just peel it and don't drink fruit juices because they're full of yeast too. Fruit juices oh, okay. are like just crazy full of yeast. Yeah. So hopefully that will all help. Thank you so much. This You're welcome. Been... Hope you feel better. Thank Happy you. holidays. Thank you. You too. Have a great bye bye. All right, let's go to Miss Jackie next. Hi, Jackie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Where are you? I'm in Florida now, so I'm in Sebastian, Florida. Where's and that? And my question is about my mother. Okay. She's Where's... up in Pennsylvania. She has um very late stage uh, dementia. She's blind, oh. and then she just had a mild stroke this morning. Oh. So I would like to know what uh, phase transition she is in and... Yeah. Anything else you could help me with? Sure. What's her name, Jackie? June. June. Okay. All right. I'm going to connect to you in Florida, and then I'm going to ricochet back up to your mom in Pennsylvania. Where is she in Pennsylvania? In Sayre, Pennsylvania. Which is near what? Um, Binghamton, New York. Okay. So way up there. So she's probably getting pummeled with snow about now, right? Yes, they got good 30 inches. Yeah. Oh, heavens. That's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you don't know what that is, girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do. My first job out of school was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I know all about that. (laughs) I lived on a a second-story condo in a second-story condo, and it was not unusual to have snow drifts that came up above my balcony, which was just crazy. (laughs) So... I left there, and I swear I'd never live where it snowed again, and I haven't. <laughs> it was 40 years ago, so not quite, almost. Okay, here we go. Got your ma. She's in phase four of 12, Jackie. Oh, only phase four. Okay. Phase four. So phase four, she's got the circle of angels surrounding her. Her parents are at her feet. Her spirit bubbles attached to the top of her head the circle of angels has started to open up into a horseshoe and you can see these drawings, these illustrations on my website, askjulieryan.com. And then just ask what phase of transition is my mom in? And you're going to get an answer within a second. And that's going to give you information. And if she's moving through these phases quickly, you'll know that she's progressing fairly quickly. And that'll give you some information. Let's ask her, Miss June, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? No. What do you need? Just my family. So I hope that helps, Jackie. And uh, good luck with all of that. Read my book, Angelic Attendance. It'll help you get through all of this. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's see who's next on our call list. I believe it's Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Can you hear me? I can. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Happy holidays. Thank you. You too. I'm so excited. Well, me too. Where are you calling in from? (laughs) I'm calling from Massachusetts. Okay. Did you guys get smacked with some of that snow too, or did it not get that far north for you? No, we did. We got about 12 inches. Oh, Lord. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes, it is. <laughs> but down here, it's so funny, Kelly, because 
in Sweet Home, Alabama, when they predict snow flurries, which is a very rare occasion, they just shut everything down. I mean, even with the prediction, it's it's hilarious. But we don't have any snow removal equipment, so everything's called off. Right. The kids stay home from school. The buses don't run. It's pretty funny. Yeah. You can't get a roll of toilet paper sense. or a loaf of bread anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm sure it's beautiful. Yeah, for now. Tomorrow will start changing, but it was yeah. nice today. Well, good. Good. You got a question for me? I do. So I have um, insulin-resistant resistance metabolic syndrome mm-hmm. and um, SIBO. Uh, I think my SIBO is going away, but I can't seem to um, change my body at all. I can't lose any weight. I've been going on for about three, maybe four years now. I've tried everything, supplements. I've gone to functional medicine doctors. I've tried everything. Um, I thought I was doing well. Um, I thought things were starting to get to the point where I was going to start dropping some weight. And I'm not looking to drop crazy amounts, just this extra weight that won't go anywhere. It's like a layer mm-hmm. of weight, layer of fat that just won't move. And I don't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that you could maybe help me. Sure. How young are you? I'm not. I just turned 51. Okay. Yes, you are. You're young. You're 10 years younger than I am. So the younger I get, the older younger these these things that I thought were old sound to me. But, you know, 50 (laughs) is the new 30. You haven't haven't learned that yet? That's true. Okay. So I'm going to connect to you. Up in Massachusetts, here we go, comes my laser beam, heading up there into that snow country. Okay, got you, shooting (laughs) energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Our fat stores toxins, and I have learned this with myself over the years, and and I remember throughout most of my life, Kelly, thinking, oh, I have to go to this party or this wedding or whatever. So I I need to lose 20 pounds in the next 30 days. And, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's when I start on a diet. I played that for all most of my life. Now, at this point, I've learned enough to know that fat stores toxins. So we don't want to lose weight quickly because we don't want all those toxins released. My father went on one of those protein diets when he was alive. And lost weight really fast. Men, you know, how obnoxious is it? How fast men can lose right. weight? And uh, and he ended up having a heart attack. And no. at the time, I didn't know, neither did any of the rest of the family know what to think about it. But sure enough, now I know that that's what happened. When we have insulin hmm. resistance, which, by the way, 80% of Americans and people in other countries have, what happens is it it signals our body to store fat. So what we want to do is we want to keep our insulin levels as low as we can and as even as we can. And there's a book called Why We Get Sick by Benjamin Bickman, B-I-K-M-A-N, Ph.D., that talks a lot about this. And it makes a lot of sense the way he uh, describes it. You can find him on a lot of interviews on YouTube as well. If you don't want to take the time to read his book, just Google Benjamin Bickman YouTube. And the thing that I'm learning is if we need to have, you know, the old 
thing that our grandparents used to say, you need a balanced meal. We need protein, we need carbs, and we need good fat, which is coconut, good olive oil, avocado, grass-fed butter, stuff like that. So if you're going to eat something like fruit, you want to have something that's going to have some fat in with it. So it'll slow down the insulin spike. And that, what Mm -hmm. I'm reading and studying is that helps us have a few more carbs than, um, than normal. The trick that I've learned that's helping me a lot, Kelly, is there's this highly refined coconut oil called brain octane oil. And you can get it in most grocery stores and you can get it on Amazon. And I use that with my lunch and my dinner. It doesn't have any taste and I'll use it as salad dressing. And if I'm eating a bowl of blueberries, I'll put a little bit of it on the blueberries so it slows down the sugar rush, even from fruit with fiber in it. And it it helps keep that insulin level stable and not store fat. So those -hmm. are things that have really helped me. I would highly recommend that you find Ben Bickman's work. And I think it's going to give you a lot of information that will be helpful. So you think that the the insulin resistant is just taking it slow. I don't have anything underlying that I need help with. I don't. The only other thing is, is I shot some energetic estrogen into you. And I think bioidentical hormones are worth investigating for you. Are you familiar with those? Yes. Okay. And I think those really can help too, but it's primarily diet and, um, and we get metabolic syndrome because our insulin levels are a roller coaster ride. And it's the typical diet that most of us eat. And so I would look into the bioidentical hormones. The best way to find a doctor is to call a compounding pharmacy in your area and just say, hey, who's prescribing bioidentical hormones? Uh, and oh, then okay. then call their office and or look them up online and see what you can find there. Okay. Thank so you I hope so that much. helps. You're welcome. Have it a does. wonderful holiday. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, that's about it for this year, for 2020. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for all of your support. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. Ask Julie Ryan. I hope you and yours have a wonderful holiday. It may be different than what you're used to. So just go make some new memories. And I'll see you next year in 2021. January 7th will be our next live show. Listen to the New Year's Eve and the Christmas Eve shows. They're really terrific. And with that, sending you lots of love from Sweet Home Alabama. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.